Yeah, this is Thriving in the Six. My name's Daniel Crooks. I'm here with my special guest, Mark Berry. This guy's awesome, man. I can't wait to hear what this guy has to say. A lot of good info, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good details that we got here today, man. Mark Berry, welcome to the show, man. Tell us what you're about and tell us who you are, man. Thanks, Danny. Um, yeah. So, as you know, and uh, what your audience doesn't, but uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Uh, 39-year-old uh, male looking to uh, do big things in the world. Uh, got a few irons in a few different places, which I'm, I'm sure we'll get into. Um, and, uh, yeah, just looking forward to it, looking to have some fun. Uh, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you, man. It's been a while. It has been a while. Oh, yeah, just so the viewership knows, <laughs> I did want to come out and say something that Danny has turned into quite a gentleman and looks to be on his way to some major success but what people don't know is just how much street cred you have uh and how you were one of the wiliest toughest uh, street gangsters rolling the gta <laughs> at one point and yeah. they won't know that from meeting you now um yeah. but if you I got, think my mom's gonna be listening right? oh really oh, well, hey. <laughs> yeah she's it's all good though, she man. did i think she did all right man um and uh, Danny's got a, a host of stories, probably not for this podcast, but I would, uh, anyone out there that knows him and meets him, I'm sure have a drink or two with him and he will blow your mind when it comes to uh, real, real stories and uh, not studio gangster kind of stuff. So, uh, did you just say have a drink? Did you just say that? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, you know what? I got, I got something for you, man. I got this. Uh, I got that for you, man. Oh boy! Yes, I, I, I'm a creep, man. I've been creeping your, uh, creeping your, uh, your, your Facebook there. I know this is your, your thing, right? You what know, is this gift for for the show today? This is yeah. If it depends, if you want to crack it now, you can definitely well, do it. Well, maybe we will. Absolutely. Yeah. Much obliged, sir. Thank you. Oh Jesus! Oh, we're doing that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, I don't know how to open. That. I don't know how to open that, man. But uh, yeah, we can figure something out. Yeah. It's up to you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, crack it open, man. All crack right. it open, man. Speaking my language now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, relax it up, man. You know, uh, you know, I'm really happy to see you. And uh, it's uh, you and I have a lot in common when it comes to you know just being uh, original. You know what I mean? Originality is something that I, I really look up to and I really admire. You know what I mean? Uh, you're a huge fan of a, a lot of uh, people that I'm a fan of. You know, uh, John Dillinger is one of them. I know you. Oh boy! <laughs> Don't get me started on that uh, shit, man. Those I'm guys. not. I'm not too sure about the the the, the Tom Petty. I'm not, oh. sure, I'm not sure about that, but Easy E I can roll with. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm a huge fan of the NWO. NWO, uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. You know what I mean? There's so. something about the that culture of um, just being your own boss, being your own. Um, living by your own rules uh, that all those people embody to me um, the anti kind of like anti-government anti won't do as you're told type of crowd type of attitude like I mean always being a gentleman in first class when you meet people but just always someone who is like ready to push back against the system um, and the status quo and um, I don't know I've always just right down to like Bonnie and Clyde you know John Dillinger you know Easy E all those guys like just that type of internal mentality has always been attractive to me and um yeah i love those guys and i feel like they don't have a place or not too many people talk of their stories or who they were or how influential they were to uh, american history uh, and society and um yeah i've always been really fascinated by it for sure you know you say american history too right uh, a lot of american history has trickled over here in canada man so 
um, you know, like I'm, I'm on board with what you just said. It's huge. You know, um, you know, rules are meant to be broken. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rules yeah. are meant to be broken. And, and the guys that do break the rules, they like, for, say for myself, for instance, like, you know, I was breaking rules my whole youth. You know what I mean? But that's taught me a lot. But in the bad way. I think you're breaking them in the bad way. <laughs> well, it depends on what you look at as being bad. Cheers, by the way, man. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, man. Uh, to this good that's show. That's a, uh, look at the color of that wine, though. That's a, uh, yeah. This is like, a, this is a 2011. This is a 10 year old bottle of wine. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't get the 65 like you. <laughs> when it looks like a, uh, when it looks like it has that, like, dark, almost strawberry compote style, yeah. that's that's a sign of an old wine that's been sitting around. And, and that's a classic characteristic of this something is, this that's is something. This is something I learned, man. This is something new. How is that? I couldn't get any steaks. That's any rare steaks. That's, I don't eat meat it's a sexy anymore, bottle. Right? It's a sexy I, bottle. I don't eat meat. I've done. I'm. No meat, no fish, just straight vegetarian, man. Really? Yeah. And how and why? <sighs> man, I just came up with that. You know, I've I've had I've gone through some some uh, some thinking. You know what I mean? And I thought to myself, you know, um, you know, it, it it doesn't make sense. This is just my own. Of course, it doesn't make sense for me to take a life to sustain my own. You know what I mean? I've been eating meat my whole life, and there's one day I just I went to uh, I forget what, what steakhouse, one of those steakhouses downtown. I was with. Uh, Rodrigo, you know mm-hmm. Rodrigo, and I was yeah. with him, and um, and uh, it was his birthday, and uh, I had this nice, I think it was a, a porterhouse on my plate. I took one bite of it, and I just couldn't eat it anymore, man. And then I was just like, you know, I'm done. I'm done. Really? And I cut back. I cut back to. Were you uh, eating too much at the time? At the what do you mean? Were you doing I don't know. Like I've been eating steak my whole life, man. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, look at your own. This is a trend. It's a major trend. People moving towards these types of lifestyles. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like you're not you're not alone, dude. Like you're you're joined the you've joined the you joined that army. Well, you know what? I, it's not about. I see what you're saying. For me, it's not really a trendy thing. It's for me. It's just like a, I feel a lot better. I feel better with with um, you know. I feel a lot lighter inside. I feel I feel great. You know what I mean? Mm. And, uh, in the Let's beginning, in the beginning, it was a challenge to you know to stop that that uh, that process of eating meat and all that stuff and going to the gym. But then I I adapt. And that's what I think. That's what uh, th- that's the entrepreneur coming out of me, right? Learning how to adapt. That's a key word, actually. Yeah. Uh, if I could just touch a little bit more on yeah, that, for sure. um, change. Um, you know, e- evolving, um, not making the same mistake twice. Um, you know, as you get life doesn't get easier; you just get better. You of know course. what I mean? And that's the way it's always going to be. And so. Um, if this works for you and you think that this creates a better version for yourself and you can get more stuff done, get to your goals, your destinations quicker. Amen. You know, nice. absolutely. Yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate that. No, I won't be joining you on that journey, but <laughs> you never know. Man. <laughs> that's true. That's you never true. No, man. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Right. That's why you got to make the best of it now, man. That's why we're having this bus Friday, by the way. What time is it? Uh, it's past five o'clock. Yeah. Well, so we're good. We're good. You know, as they say, it's five o'clock somewhere. So. It's five o'clock somewhere, but uh, it's a good wine. Eh? It's pretty good. I'm not a big wine guy, but I know you are. And uh, yeah, actually, so. our buddy, a uh, mutual buddy, uh, Mr. Boyko, um, is a huge uh, Italian wine guy, and yeah. uh, he would love this bottle. I'll take a picture of it. Um, take a picture of it and man. send that to him for sure. But I should get him on the show too. Eh? Absolutely, he's man. a character. He's, he's a character. Yeah, guys, a character. You guys would love this guy, man. He's a yeah. He's one of the jewels. The jewels yeah, of Mississauga. Yeah. Few, yeah. Mississauga has actually two two members of their family are are, are jewels. Actually, they're all well. I'll say they're all jewels. There's three brothers, but uh, the two of them are, are one's a classic. Um, a uh, gentleman who's like a great entrepreneur. They're all entrepreneurs, but the other two guys, it's Robbie and Ryan that are 
off the chain. And, off the chain. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I've learned a lot from the, both those guys, right? All three of them, actually, you know? So They're all very successful, man. There's lots to learn from those Definitely, guys. Definitely. Sure. I'm, always, I'm always open. I'm open all the time, right? All right, so, like, let's talk about a little bit about what you do. Like, you serial oh, entrepreneur. That's a good, oh, that's a good, a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, like I've only had a handful. Like don't get me wrong, I worked the I worked all the shitty jobs as a kid, as a teenager. Yeah, I was employed downtown. I did work for a financial firm downtown. Um, but I've other than that, for other than that year uh, in which I was downtown uh, working in the the white collar, uh, you know, snob, amongst the white collar snobs, we'll call them the nine the nine to five the nine to fivers. Yeah, the academics. Um, everything I've done, every dollar guy, I've ever guys, pulled in. Has the guys, been, the guys that have their dreams shattered by uh, salaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> precisely, man. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, though. Yeah. Some of those people that commit to that road uh, early and for a long time, they're, they end up making some pretty good money. But I just think they sacrifice a huge amount of their lives, of their personal growth. Um, and they're typically, typically, I don't want to broad stroke too much, too many of these people, but they're, they're not risk takers. They're not people who are, that think anything exists outside of a textbook. And you and, can say that because you've been there, right? Yeah, because I've been there. I, like, I make a lot of observations about people when I meet them and you know you can learn a lot about whether they went to school or not I think that's a huge point a fork in the road for a lot of people yeah um, and you get different personalities with each with each path you for know sure. and so you know I I've, every dollar that I've pulled in um, has been through an entrepreneurial place where you know I wasn't sharing my money with anybody um, and I was being paid directly through my enterprise and those enterprises has, have varied over over the years. Um, I go where the money is, um, but that's essentially how I've managed to you know live my lifestyle. Um, it's been through that, and I just don't think I would trade it for anything. Even though there's been some rough times and some ups and downs. Of like, course, you need that. You need the rough times, like you know. And uh, and then we have this conversation uh, thoroughly with the guys that come in because this show is based on young entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? Even if you're not young, you know, you're young at one point and you had this the same stages that we've gone through or we're going through right now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so serial entrepreneur, you know, one thing that really got me was uh, the angel investing. Yes, yeah. So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll talk that's about something, that. But first, before we get into that, hold on a sec. What was your aha moment that t- took you from, let's say, you know, uh, the, the nine to five, you know, the salary-based job, what was your okay like no enough's enough this is what i want to do and i had the aha moment i felt good to, to actually take that leap what was what were, um well i was doing the entrepreneurial stuff before i did the white collar stuff um but there was a moment um probably the time i got fired at the white collar job was uh, yeah. it usually takes something like that yeah but that, that wasn't really it either uh that job was actually very good for a learning experience for me this was in the commodity futures business uh the pits in chicago um i got to place orders there um, I was trading tens and thirties, um, and so that's those are ten-year U.S. Treasuries and thirty-year U.S. Treasuries. Uh, I won't get too into too many of yeah, the specifics that just went about right that. Over my head. Yeah, that's just yeah. that's just the took uh, some more of my hair off. Man. <laughs> the that ten-year third a ten-year Treasury is a ten-year government bond uh, okay. backed, backed by the U.S. government. Uh, a thirty-year is a thirty-year bond, uh, and that's, so that's how long um, that's that's their their durations. Um, but they also trade in, on futures contracts which um, I got to learn a lot about. I've always been back in the financial markets, um, trading, ev- I've traded almost everything under the sun. Like uh, yeah, I could go toe to toe with anybody downtown who's been in finance for 15 or 20 years. And when it comes to their own 
trading, their own uh, investments, their own risk taking. I'm not speaking to people that are working in, like I said, these risk free white collar jobs, like every trade that I put on or any trading that I ever did was just me and the result that came with it. So it was either the profitable or, or a loss, but I ate it either way. Yeah. Um, and so I would just say that leaving uh, the, the, the moment for me was just like, you know, there is that first of all, without the big academic background, the MBAs and, 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 and all the schooling and the university degrees, you're really not going to climb too far in that world. They just won't, they won't have it. Um, there's not, you're not going to be doing a job that pays more. Like if you had a team and eight of them have eight, uh, you have a team of 10 people, we'll say, and nine yeah. of them have a university degree and one person doesn't, that person is always going to be looked at like, oh, why is he on the team if he doesn't have a degree? We all did degrees, right? So you create that environment of like, uh, uh, there's just people are going to be, uh, have that have that vibe to them. And so in that type of a world, because I'm not a university graduate, there was just no way I was going to climb the ladder in there. There's just no way. So um, I said, whatever. So it kind of ended. I took my, uh, licked my wounds and then just just like, that's it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to burn the city down uh right to the ground uh i'll take the whole thing down brick by brick if i have to and yeah. and, and we're going to make as much money as we can and like you look at all the the really successful people that are living the way you, we, we would think are, are nice ways to live and or sexy ways to live and all the big big deals that they're like done all of it's entrepreneurs man like yeah. these guys are really successful they just keep trying and they eventually get to their destination and so i just figured if they could do it i can do it too i got the i'm as motivated what's as the, them. what's any different from you than them right it's just yeah. the experience, right? yeah. And but they had, obviously you need, you know, vast amounts of discipline. You have to be a super hard worker, man. Like not you're in as an entrepreneur, you're in competition with people you don't even know, you've never met, you've never seen. Yeah. But they're all looking at the same opportunities in the marketplace, um, whether when whatever in their in their in their attempts to build enterprise, and they'll get to the they'll get to the cheese before you might. Um, but there's times you're going to get to the cheese before them, so. You have to stay with it, man. That's one thing I would say. You is stay that with the times. Just keep it up. Keep up the game, right? And understand that uh, you are you are the, the the driver, right? You're in the driver's seat. Yeah, hundred percent. You have to be. You have to be driving the bus, uh, and and no one's else's hands have got to be on that wheel. Or or the Ferrari. Yeah, or the or, or the Ferrari. <laughs> Ideally, the Ferrari. But <laughs> you're a car guy too, right? Eh? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, they're terrible investments, by the way. But they are. Everybody has to know that one. But they put a smile on your face, man, and they're a lot of fun to drive. Assuming you're a good driver, you're a sporty driver, a good, responsible, sporty driver. Yeah, they're kind of a blast. Um, I got to drive a pretty nice car recently, uh, a 2020 R8 Spider. Nice. Um, And so I didn't get to kill it or anything like that. But that was the first like real sports car that I had driven, Um, and I was not going to about to just throw it around every corner I could find only because you know it's, it's an expensive crash of otherwise course. you know of what course. I mean and it's it's not something I'm comfortable doing until I'm, I'm a better driver and not say I'm a bad driver but you know being a real sports car driver and, and understanding how these machines work is a real talent um, respecting the road and respecting the car is something that you really yeah have to do precisely with. precisely so if I, every time I would drive that car again or in the future I would be able to like push my limit a little bit more but yeah I was pretty easy on it but yeah man like uh those are beautiful things, man. Cars are works of art, and they're a lot of fun to drive. And, and Lord knows you're in a position to have something fancy like that, like waking up every morning and going out to see your baby is a nice thing, man. Yeah, for sure, man. You for know sure. What I mean, I need right. one, and I need one too soon. And enjoying enjoying the finer things in life is something that entrepreneurship does allow you to do, right? And we the conversation we had before we started shooting just now was a really good one where we we're saying like you know like a lot of. Uh, uh, the, a lot of things that entrepreneurship has done for me has helped me to understand who I am within, 
You know what I mean? And being rich. Lots is, of soul searching goes on. Yeah, because you do get your ass kicked. And you're like, what the, f what am I doing? You know what I mean? At some points, even still, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, you know, I'm getting my head kicked in. I'm losing money or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? People are leaving my team and, you know, I, I'm supposed to be leveraging and I'm not. And like, what the heck's going on? You ever get like that? Or what? Oh, dude, the path is not linear. Um, yeah. If you think uh, you can sit there and, you know, have a great night's sleep or, or go to sleep thinking about your plan, you, you know, come in the morning, put it on the whiteboard, draw it all up. Dude, it ain't, it, it ain't going to look like that when it gets finally executed. There's going to be so many changes, so many things you assumed won't happen or, or went wrong or da 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 and you have to alter position, you know, change, change in strategy, whatever. Eventually, you'll get, you will get to your goal. But the first way you drop the plan is usually never the way it goes. Yeah, you visualize one thing, and by the time you get there, it looks totally different, but you're there. You know what I mean? And when you're there, you're visualizing something else, and you're just, by that time, you, you see some of these 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 billionaires or these millionaires, multimillionaires, you know, they've gone through that, they've gone through that process so many times. They're so used to it. They just don't even care anymore. You know what I mean? So, They're so resilient. Um, yeah. And when something goes wrong, they just find a workaround. Right. Yeah. And, and, and they're, and that's how you make money essentially is like you finding solutions. That's where the problem solving problem solving, man. That's where a lot of people don't, I think, uh, the misconception of being, uh, wealthy or you know a, a really successful entrepreneur people don't a lot of people don't understand it comes from uh their wealth or their financial status comes from a lot of problem solving and a lot of you know looking for solutions find, find, yeah finding the details and every little solution it is right and persistence just being persistence, persistent yeah. like um what drives you Oh, you know, geez, I, really, driver, I, I've got a few good drivers. Uh, I just, you know, I'm looking to create a, a, you know, a really good, a good family at some point. Um, I'd like to make my parents very happy. Like, obviously, um, I don't live, I, I, I'm not exactly where I need to be, but whoever is, right? Um, You're happy and, with who you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, but I've got some goals that, that I'm going to, that to keep me motivated and, and I'm working towards every day. Um, so yeah, like obviously, you know, we talked about, you know, wealth and money and all that stuff's fantastic and, and you will sleep better with it. I promise you that. But if you don't have, you're not laying down beside the right person every night, or you don't have a good relationship with your mother, or you don't have a good relationship with your father or your brothers or whatever, like then the world it can be kind of empty, man. These yeah, successes then, can be empty. Like, you then know, the money doesn't mean shit. Yeah. And you need the right people to enjoy yeah. this stuff with too, man. I don't know about you, but during COVID, like I've sat down a few times, like, you know, with a nice bottle of wine, steak dinner, and I'm doing it alone. I'm like, you know, this is like, this is amazing food. I mean, I've done the such nice great, bottle such a, of wine. Yeah, exactly. And here I am. I'm thinking like, boy. Dessert with one spoon. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? This doesn't, this is not, a, this is not enjoyable. Unless you can share something, how enjoyable is it, man? Yeah, for sure, man. So, you know, uh, that for me is very, very big. Um but, you know, I, I'm also a pretty big believer that anybody that tells you money doesn't buy happiness, like, you know, yeah. It, it, you know what? Let me, let me, I know where you're going with that. Money does not make you happy, but it sure can buy the things that does. You know what I mean? Like. 100%, man. Hundo P. You know what I mean? Like, we're drinking this bottle of wine, and unfortunately, we can't walk into the, 
liquor store and say, hey, man, can I grab that for free? You know what I mean? It's, you got to pay for it. Yeah, you, know you mean? do. And, and like, as you, as you know, and as we get older, our, our tastes become, you know, enlightened. And so we begin having, you know, wanting to do more stuff. Everything costs more money. And, and like, sure. that's no secret. Like, you know, sure. we're not enlightening anyone by, by, by suggesting that. Um, but uh, you just got to be very, uh, you know, casual about it, show a lot of humility and be, uh, you know, be generous wherever you go, man. I think that's important, too. Yeah, man, I think that's you hit the nail on the head there, man, like with uh, generosity and being able to understand that money is just a tool. And if you could learn to let it go yeah, and exactly. be OK with it, you're going to get a heck of a lot more coming into your existence. Right. Especially if you're doing something right with it. Like, um, you know, you see somebody on the street that, you know, who know, God knows what he's going to do with the money. You know, he's, yeah, he's, he's tattered up. He, he's been on the street for a while. You give him a $20 bill. That's none of your business what you do with it, what he does with it. It's coming from within. The, it's the, the, the duty you have, right? I, I hope they do something well with it. Lurk, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I really do. Of course. Uh, um, yeah. And so, like, it's a, money is just one of those things, but you got to figure it out. Of course. Um, and once it's figured out and you have it, like, behind you and, like, there's really a, a, enough money to make yourself comfortable. Like, it's just about sleeping well every night. You know what I mean? And then you can do all the, you know, the deeper things in life, too. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to say what order you want to do these things in. But having a good, balanced life, one of the components is having your your your, your game, your money looked after. Like, of course. you're not stressing about it. You're not one of those people that's stressing about it. And so that's the goal for me, too. Um, and, you know, like, I'm kind of there, but I, I want more still, man. I'm pushing Of course, you're always going to want more. You're happy with where you are and wanting more. And that's something that's, uh, you know, we do teach here with the team, too, as well, right? You know, being happy and, and truly happy with what you have. You know, but there's nothing wrong with wanting more. You know what no, I mean? There's nothing wrong with wanting more in a encourage good way. It. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, encourage it. And you always want to encourage, you know, um, whoever you're leading, whoever you're training to, to, to want more, but to, to want more for the right reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. So when it, comes, when it comes to, you know, let's get back on the, the, the angel investing thing. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's cool, man. So basically what that... Correct let's me if go, I'm wrong. Let's go. Correct me. I, I know nothing about that's this. Fine, I had the research man, before fine. you came, man. That's fine. Uh, I had the sound smart here. So, so basically, what it is, you're 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 investing into small businesses. Yeah. And you're taking a, a, at least a, a, a twenty to twenty five points on taking that much. Yeah, you're taking that. You're taking a big piece of equity into the company very early and very young. Yeah. Okay. Um, with that comes a lot of risk, um, and. Some of these companies can do one of three things. They can die, they can do okay, and then if things work out really well, they can do very well and you get a significant ROI on your investment. Because a, a valuation on a, on a very junior small company is, very, is typically very low. And then when that business has scaled or grown to a point, the valuation is a whole lot higher. Yeah. And then so that's, that's your return right there is buying in at one price and selling out at another. And typically I'm doing publicly traded companies. Yeah. Um, and I'm not taking stakes that are 20% big because that's a, that's a controlling stake. Um, and so it's typically, you know, but even like, listen, some of these companies have market caps between, you know, five and $10 million. So if I own one or 2% of that company, that's good. Um, yeah, that's a start. Typically I come on as a consultant with the team 
um, for all their capital market strategies, everything from financings to, you know, to doing some investor relations work for them, uh, you know, marketing, messaging, communications, all that type of stuff um, is, is, is my angle. Um, and yeah, I look to work with these companies that I feel have a lot of potential, but are, are, are maybe missing my skill set. And if I can be included and, you know, uh, be a part of the team, put a finger on the steering wheel, so to speak, uh, then, you know, I feel that uh, I usually bring a lot and um, things take time. But as long as you're seeing progress, man, you, you can get, you know, in, if I get an inch closer every day, I'm happy. One to two percent and you times that by 10 companies. That's still pretty good mm. stuff, right? I've only got a couple at the moment yeah. um, and I'm very excited about them. Uh, I, I'll certainly entertain bringing on more, but it's just you don't always find a great opportunity. Like I'm, I'm pretty like I'm like a a puma waiting in the high grass for a little zebra to fall behind the back. You know what I mean? So uh, those opportunities right now are the ones I'm looking for. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, as long as I can really get to know the business, as long as I can really get to know the management uh, or the CEO um, and be comfortable with them. And, you know, then we start the negotiation about writing a ticket into the company. So negotiation is, is, is something that's huge too, right? Um, I was watching uh, another podcast with, I think it's, Jim Voss, I mean, something like that. Jim, sounds familiar. Jim Voss, I forget, I forget his name, but uh, he, he used to be the head negotiator for the FBI. Oh. And one of the points that stuck out to me the most was when in negotiation, I have it written down here actually, is Chris Voss. And uh, one of the key points he was saying is uh, negotiation is about collaboration and learning how to collaborate and learning how to reciprocate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How do you find when you are does that guy have a book? Is that a book he wrote or something like that? No, I just heard him okay, talking, talking about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so good because I love, I love people. I'm a people guy, man. Mm-hmm. And I understand like, you know, in, in business, leadership, sales, you got to learn how to collaborate. You got to yeah, learn how to take totally. the no's and deal with the yeses and all that stuff, right? Everybody knows that. Most people know that anyway, right? So when it comes to, um, you know, negotiating, you know, it's, is, it, is it still nerve-wracking for every negotiation that you, that you go through? And what kind of, what kind of, um, research on how heavy is the research that you're going into. Oh yeah, you gotta go right down to the you gotta go right down to the wood. Um and you know you have to know what you're buying at the end of the day. Um because when there's a, if investments go sour, dude, there's only one person that I'm gonna blame at the end of the day. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I do a half ass homework session and I and there's some things I didn't see or didn't look into or didn't uh, uncover and then I write my check into this company and then it comes after that's like no no one misled me I just didn't dig deep enough I didn't ask all the questions necessary and, that, and now I'm in and then you're married for a little while with these groups because because typically your your capital's tied up for a while it's not like you can just be like one day I'm in and one next day I'm out like we're not talking about uh, we're talking about publicly traded companies yes but I usually um, I usually my, the way I write my tickets into companies is via convertible debenture. Okay? No idea what that is. That's all right. Um, so that's like a bond. It's just a classic bond. Like, say, I, Danny, say I lent you a hundred grand. Okay. Yeah. And it was paying five percent and had a one-year term. Okay. So after one year, right, one-year term, you'd pay that hundred grand back plus five plus the five percent. So you pay me back one oh five. Okay. That's a bond. That's a classic bond. Classic easy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a convertible debenture is very similar, but it allows me at a particular price, at a pre-stated price, to change my, my piece of debt into a piece of equity. And so that is usually a great vehicle for me to get involved with companies. That's, that's currently my MO. Um, and 
that works for me. Um, and so it's that so that's typically the vehicle. And I encourage anyone to look at uh, convertible debentures as a means and ways to uh, to buy equity in publicly traded companies. Um, it's probably you know you can always do an equity financing with them. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you really like something um, and the terms of the convertible are good, um, then that's 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 what I would advocate. And you're learning. And you're learning every step of the way. Every every company you deal, you learn something new, right? Yeah, and, exactly. So like, I'm trying to stay within a particular field. Um, you know, sometimes when you step completely into a new field, I encourage people to do that certainly. But keep those investments small. When you're brand new, what behind the ears on something? Don't dump every dollar you have into it because you think you're going to get rich. You know, until you completely understand this business. Like, I mean, uh, up, upside down. You know, will you ever completely understand the business though? Yeah, as long as you understand it better, you know, just as long as you understand it very well, because I guess, you know, you will never understand anything, uh, you know, 100 percent, you know, so because I think some of these guys are so heavily. Uh, so they're, they're they're some of the, the big let's talk about the big fish here. You know what I mean? So some of these guys, they have so much money. Mm -hmm. I just think that something happens. It happens, right? Well, they love the game. The guys that have the big money and want to throw around and like a guys like guys like Mark Cuban or guys like um, who's other crazy serial entrepreneurs, like guys like even, you know, meet Instagram guy Dan Bilzerian and stuff like that. Like these guys, they love the process. They love meeting new people. They love yeah. plugging money into companies. Yeah. They love having influence on those companies. They love the game of making investments and getting that ROI and all the all the different lifestyle you know tricks and joys that that all brings along with them and it's it's a, like entrepreneurialism investing is the greatest sport in the world. It is the sport in the world. It is a sport and it's a good way of looking at it because sports you do lose. Totally, man. Yeah, you lose and you win. But I also know when sports, being a sports guy myself, you win every game that you win off the court. Yeah, you understand I, what I'm I totally saying? Agree. When you get totally into the, when you get into the game, you get into the game, and you you know you're 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 winning because of what you've done off the court. Yeah, I I do believe that. I would also add though I I've tried to take that to another level, and what I mean by that is I, when I was a kid, I played a lot of hockey. I played uh, in the GTHL, yeah, with all the boys and stuff like that. I started pretty late, so I didn't I didn't like I didn't. Were you, were you good? Ah, uh, did you hurt people? I messed up a few guys. Um, <laughs> But like I was just rough and tumble, no doubt. But I, I wasn't a goon. I could still, I could still play. Um, I'd, I'd be, a, I'd be a for sure goon. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah sure. no, no, I, I know. And that's why I asked. And you would have been a good one. Um, <laughs> but you couldn't. But you got to get, you got to get the skating down. Um, and <laughs> my, so, my like, <laughs> yeah. But trust me, off the ice, I, there's not yeah. a, there's not a. You're the last person in the streets I'd want to have to street fight. Um, but um, so sorry, where was it going with us? This was the hockey, uh, yeah. Yeah, the hockey. Um, you know, no, hold on. we had something going before that. The um, winning and off, the losing. Off the court and on the court. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. So, yeah. Like, I do think that you can spend a lot of time practicing, getting your mental game right, getting your focus right, all that stuff, and doing all the things necessary for practice in whatever walk of life we're talking about or whatever topic. However, I still think that the, the most learning should happen in the game. That's where you really learn is Perfect. when you're paying it. If, you, if you're always strategizing and always practicing, 
okay, that's still great. You should be doing that. But your, your focus needs to be in game and at that time. And that's where you do the, the best learning and being calm in all those situations. And I, I used to spend too much time in the practice world and not enough time in the game world. So you're a, strat you're a thinker, strategizing, strategizing. Yeah, but over strategizing, overthinking. Over yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I've tried to walk that back in my, in, my, uh, in, my, in my older years here and being like, you know what? Yeah, strategize, of course, but you can overdo that. Here's the thing, man. Like the guys you just mentioned, Mark Cuban and all these other guys, they've done the same shit we're talking about right now. You know what I mean? They just learned, I think, how to... Kevin O'Leary's another guy, Canadian yeah, guy. How they, you hear about these guys' stories all the time, how they used to lose and how they used to get their ass kicked in this trade and that trade. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that was due to overthinking, right? That was due to over over analyzing and over you know processing and all that over, 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 right? Um, but I, again, like I think with these guys, they've learned how to, uh, you know, catch that, nip it in the bud, if you will. Yeah, yeah, and, they, and I mean? they've refined their process. Like guys like O'Leary and stuff like that. Like, don't be surprised if the guys, or Donald Trump, even these guys have done hundreds and hundreds upon hundreds of deals in their life. And you trying to tell me that every time they do the next one, they're not coming in brighter and smarter? For sure. You know what I mean? For and sure. they, they have a great success rate. Like I can't pretend that all. Uh, deals that these guys did. They're gonna. If you ever could get one of them on here, you know, it'd be awesome. Eventually, and they would tell you. Eventually, would, yeah, I know. Do you, you hear are. that? Yeah. Eventually, yeah. these guys are gonna be on this show. But yeah. anyways, go ahead. Lining up outside yeah, of the door, be lining, begging, Danny, please let me on. Yeah. Let me on. I heard you giving out some yeah. roll, though, man. Like, yeah, let's absolutely. Go ahead. yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, um, and you'll, 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 you'll. I guarantee you. I can almost like for certain guarantee you that they're gonna say that you know some deals go to shit for unforeseen reasons, um, but. Every time they do another one, they they just don't they don't get caught making the same mistake twice. So yeah. their contracts, the deals that they structure, they just get better and better. Like refining a process, man. That's and it. nor nor do I think they get wrapped up in every deal that goes sour. Mm. Oh they yeah, they can walk goes, away from a loser goes, quick. Yeah, yeah, they, they they lose and they just walk away from it and you know call it a day and not call it a day. I should say that, but they they lose, they figure out they they then they they they, they take a little bit of an a look post, at post mortem. Yeah, yeah, they look at what's going on. Okay, how could I have done better? Or what what did I where did I go wrong there? Or, you know, or you know, what T didn't I cross or what I didn't mm -hmm. I got? You know what I mean? And I, I that's why I think again, it comes through a lot of experience, man. A lot of people want to get rich quick and let me get in this deal and let me get in that deal. You know what I mean? But I think what you said in the beginning was perfectly was perfect. Is you know, taking small steps at a time. You know, the 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 five percent on one hundred something that's really good, you know what I mean, for the newer guys. And to get used to that, pump that for six or seven, 20, six or seven, 10 years until you get knowing that and then you can move on forward. Is yeah, that, yeah, is I, that, I would agree 100%. Um, I always, always, you know, like we always want to go fast, faster. You know what I mean? Once you think you got to figure it out, you're like all in, boom, all in, I got it, I got it, I got it. And like, yeah, you want to walk that back a little bit, I Speed think. Speed kills, man. Speed kills, yeah. No, yeah, I agree, man. Uh, trust me, I, I can, it's a good, very good, very good uh, saying too. And, you know, it's just a process, man. It's just, you can't, yeah, you can't give up, man, because you are going to learn so much in the process. And if, I know, obviously, the thing with entrepreneurialism, it's like, it sounds like the greatest job in the world, right? No boss. Unlimited earnings power. You, you know look at all I mean? the good shit. Yeah, exactly. You look at all the good shit. Like we're talking about Mark Cuban and all these guys. And again, 
but we're looking at all the good shit these guys have done. Yeah, you know, there must have been earlier in their you careers. You don't hear about the fuck. No, you never do. You never do. But I, I guarantee you, once again, you have a bottle of Barolo with these guys. There were nights where they were trying to slit their wrists in the bathtub. I guarantee it, bud. I guarantee it, bud. Just ready to close. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? What am I doing? Yeah, man? exactly. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So much money burned or whatever. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm done. Like, uh, For sure. And so, I don't know. I, I really embrace that. And uh, remember, you're going to get what you're going to wake up tomorrow. You're going to play all over again. So, you just, you, you, some people are very, well, as you get older and wiser, you train your mind and recognize that, you know, a bad day is a bad day. And you got to be able to walk from it. Um, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. The world's going to turn. Um, and get going, man. Just get going again. Do it again. Trying to climb that mountain one of course, more time. Of course. Like with me, um, I understand that, you know, this is my spirituality coming out. You know, I understand that we're here just playing a game, man. In my eyes, none of this shit's real. Oh. None of this shit's real, man. It's not real. Like it, it, this is how I, uh, like, through the books I've read and through past experiences and I've gotten out of, you know what I mean? And, I understand. I understand. Like none of this shit's real, man. Like I feel that, uh, you know, like if something happens, if something happened yesterday. Today's just a. It's gone. It's, it's like a race. Like a race. It's, it's, it's like, like playing Super Mario. You know, you fall down the hole and you just you you know you X a man and you start yeah, over. Yeah, no, that's a, and okay. that's that's beautiful. Um, that's like what is it's like writing words on the beach, man. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's just you know, the tide comes and now it's gone, bro. And the, and that's if you take that approach to life, man. Like you're gonna live a lot longer. Because you can manage your stress, you're gonna manage your anxiety, man. Like exactly. you're, you're, gonna, you're not gonna be someone who's just. I think we've all done it, but just if something bad happened to you, negative, had a real negative experience in life, maybe self-induced or whatever, maybe it was just someone that something that happened to you. Some people can't let go, man. You can't let go of it. Yeah, it's because you know it's away it, at them. Forever. I just think it's the, the the attachment to what they've seen and the money they've had, and and because uh, to, to be honest with you, like. A lot of successful entrepreneurs have gotten something, like let's call it money. You know, like the guy, sure. my my mentor. Mm -hmm. You know, he's I heard his story a thousand times. You know, he made his first million. He was young. I think he was twenty five years old. Well, that's great. That's amazing. Eight eight million dollars in five years or whatever it is. Twenty five years old. Yeah. And he lost it. Or five million dollars in eight years at twenty five years old, and he lost it. How did he lose it? Just being, just being stupid, like you know what I mean. Like you know, like you're 25 years old, you're coming from the street, man. You found this business, you're good at what it is, you're making this money, you have the nice blonde chick, and you have all this money coming in, and you, man, you know, you you have friends that are that are that are from the hood. You have you yeah, have yeah. think you have wants and needs. You have family. You have trips you want to take. You have the the steak and lobster you want to eat. You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. And you're doing this every night. You know what I mean. Eventually, you know, you're making bad investments, but the thing I've learned through that is once a millionaire, always a millionaire. The first million is the hardest. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Agreed. And actually, and some say you're not a real millionaire, like in the true definition of the term. Until you hit 40. No, no. Until you've lost it and then made it back. Yeah. It's but, true. Like, and, and I kind of. Kevin O'Leary actually says, he goes, you're not a real millionaire until you make your first 10 and then you lose that. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. But yeah, exactly. Until, you, until you've watched it all like disappear. And then say, oh, no, that was a process I went through to get it. I can do it again. I can repeat it. Um, yeah, I think that's that's like a that's like a that's the gold star definition, platinum definition of millionaire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, there's a millionaire definition, I'm sure, where your daddy writes you a check for a million dollars and now you're a millionaire. Right. But that's probably the worst one. Yeah, that's probably the worst. That's, that, that's the worst. That's the worst thing anybody can ever yeah, do. Yeah, I agree. That, that, I totally that's agree. a punishment. Here, son, take a million bucks. You don't know shit. Dance, boy. There it is. Go Dance, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, know, I know guys like that, man. I know guys that have, that have had that. And you know what? 
some of them made it, some of them haven't. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, it well, is if it, it comes quick, I guarantee almost nine times out of ten, it's gonna go quick. Yeah, if you don't have the mindset, right? Yeah. Well, so if you don't earn, if you earn something, like if you ever had to, like if someone had a summer job, and you know, saved up their money, worked a hard ass job, washing dishes, whatever, doing grunt work, they're whatever. They're going to basically save that automobile up or save money for a car up, whatever, buy their possession that they were saving up for and wanted. And they're going to take care of that thing. Like, I had to work so hard to get it. I'm like, I'm not just going to, like, put cigarettes out in the seats. I'm not I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm going to treat my car great. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I had to earn it. I had to buy it. And then you get, like, some rich kid who, like, gets his daddy, buys him a brand new car. He doesn't give a shit, man. He's going to fucking, dad's going to buy another one once, this, once his lease is up. So what does it matter, bro? It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. And so... It's just what do you call it? Pride of ownership, or uh, you know, if you earned it, if you had to, if you had to pay a price to get something, it's just that much more meaningful to you. And so, you know, you can always. These are things I wish I knew when I was younger, but I see it all the time now, man. And when yeah. I meet people, by the way, and I want to know if they're successful, like I want to know their story. And story's good. Yeah, I, I, I stress that. I'm not since you stress it, but that's something I put out with the team all the time, man. I'm like, look, man, document your shit. Document from day one, document it, and then come up with a story because people follow stories, man. People are intrigued by stories. People love that uh, vulnerability when it comes from a story. You know what I'm saying? Like this is if you hear about you stories hear, are the oldest uh, engagement fucking of all time. Yeah, all time. Like uh, stories, like sitting around the, the you know the fireplaces fifteen thousand years ago. That's what they were doing. Of course, you know, you know? And, that, and that's and this is what helps build teams. This is what gets. This is what builds trust. You know what I mean? Um, when it comes to leadership and, and sales. Leadership and sales. It, okay, let's put it this way. Entrepreneurship and, and the lifestyle that we're talking about and to find yourself, you know, it, it comes through, I think, through great leadership and learning how to sell. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. Whether it's money, spirituality, or whatever it is, because you're learning all ends through sales and leadership. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know yourself through leadership, you're not going to be able to lead anybody else. If you don't, you can't lead yourself, you can't lead anybody else, right? 100p, 100p. You understand what I'm saying? And we had a conversation earlier about about sales and what that does for the world. It's the beginning of time since sales has been around, right? And people, you know, and, and it goes back to the what you said with, uh, with, with you know, uh, the nine to five and having a sales job, you know what I mean? And you said, you, you know, you had the blue collar and the white collar and there was nothing in between. Yeah. Now we have... You know, sales. Sales is a growing thing, man. And you know, it's now that we have social media. You know, it's we a have hustle business too. Or it used to be more of a hustle business. I would say sales now, especially first of all, having a good understanding or in, in a curious mind and an evolving understanding of the digital sphere uh, and selling digitally and the marketing that happens digitally and doing things through the digital lens is where you have to spend your energy and your focus at this point. Like. Um, the, the amount of people that you can reach through it is is so powerful. It's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Like, yeah, exactly. And so it, I've it's, just seen so many, so many business successes happen through intelligent marketing, digitally delivered, um, with strategies, thoughtful process. Like, man, it's, it, it's just crazy. I just think that anyone who, if you're turning a blind eye and saying, you know, I don't think digital is going to catch fire and, you know, uh, or, you're crazy. Or the best, yeah, or the best one I hear is, is that, Social media is for losers. Oh, God. Or, you know, why is this guy always on Instagram? Or why is this guy... You know what I mean? Uh, I think that Steve Jobs did the best thing by coming out with that iPhone. Is it iPhone? The yeah, iPhone. Yeah. He knew what the hell he was doing, man. 
That's, uh, first of all, I mean, and he was being told, "Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it." But that tool there, can you imagine being on a, a on a on a BlackBerry nowadays and just yeah. just email like, no Facebook access. You know what I mean? Look on Facebook right now, and how many guys do you have on there just just reaching out to as many people as they can? Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. paying big money to get people hits on their on their on their on their account, likes on their account, follows on their account. You know what I mean? Well, dude, Facebook became. You can look it up, but like this is what the fifth or sixth largest company in the world now, uh, and this is an advertising company. Like, let's call it what it is. Well, it could be a number of companies. Yeah, it could well, be a number of things, right? Then they and they bring you there via usefulness and and the content that's on that website. Um, you know, like the, Facebook's free, right? It's, it's free. free to the users. Yeah. It's not free to people that want to advertise on it. And that's and that model is just gone insane. Like the amount of you know, like the the digital world that we're in, the information world. In you look at the biggest companies on the on the in the on the U.S. market. You know, Google, Apple. Like these are all digital companies, basically. I know Apple makes products and stuff like that, but but Google. This is just information. Uh, Facebook's an advertiser. Like it's it's it, these companies took the world over, man. Like they, they really did. They, they 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 took it and chewed it up and spit it out oh. man, because. Man, you look on you can look online. There's people in third world countries with that are on Facebook and they're and they're they're advertising. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And all because of a phone. That's the productivity enhancements that a smartphone can do, like there's that. I don't know if you have ever seen that picture where the smartphone relate replaced so many things, camera, um, you know, like it's only getting better. Your notebook, um, you know, obviously you're now uh, you know, it's always been a telephone. Um, but like the amount of it's Im immeasurable as to how much productivity enhancements have occurred through a smartphone. This is this is basically a supercomputer in your hand. You know sure. what I mean? You can broadcast yourself. Like you can, you know, like it's just it's it, it, it's a good tool. It has just changed the world. And there's some people out there who who can't appreciate or don't appreciate and and don't focus too much on it. And I just feel like that's that's I'm always trying to get smarter when it comes to everything digital. Um, all these different platforms uh, growing. Do you use it for your business? Um, I am about to do some very big things in that front, but I've been like someone who's, who's, uh, you know, I'm obviously giving advice on it, but I, I, I was at a point too, where I didn't fully buy in. Like I was like, oh, it's cool. Dude, it's we're, interesting. We were born in the eighties. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm going to follow up on that though. Yeah. Um, and so like, I was like, oh yeah, it's interesting. It's cool. It's this, it's that and the other, but I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's for me. And now I'm just 100% in saying, no, no, no. If you're not doing it and not learning more about it and how to leverage your enterprise or grow your business through it, you're making a major mistake in my humble opinion. You're making a huge mistake. Like uh, one of the guys, the main influences that I look up to is one is Grant Cardone. Yes. Grant Cardone, he says it's a smartphone, not a dumb phone. Yes. You know what I mean? It's called a smartphone for a reason. Figure out what's going to make it smart, what's going to make you smart and get to get, get to work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, But let know, me just add something like that. Yeah. Sorry. The um, the '80s. You mentioned being born in the '80s. Yeah, we're '81s, right? You're '81 too. '82. Oh, so I'm your senior. I'm your senior. Yeah, you're my senior. Oh we're my watching God. the same cartoons. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Transformers, man, X Men, all that shit. Saturday mornings. That was. Those are the days. Oh, those are the days, man. Like, in I the still, PJs, I, I, in the PJs, I'm, bud, with yeah. the corn pops, bud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't allowed because there's too much sugar in corn pops. I wasn't allowed to eat that shit. Oh, see. But uh, yeah, those are the days. No, man. no, I had the, at my house too. We, we we had all the shitty cereals, man. Like uh, you know, Cheerios, not Honey Nut Cheerios. You know, I, I made sure it was Honey Nut. And then you put your own sugar. Sugar. Yeah, yeah exactly, man. <laughs> ghetto. That's so ghetto styles, yeah, eh? Yeah. Mom yeah. couldn't splurge for the Honey Nutters. Oh, you yeah, know what man. I mean? Fuck, buddy. I had a lock on my freezer, man. <laughs> you know, corn, uh, the, the, the the ice ice cream pops and stuff like that. The, those weren't uh, those weren't free. Oh. I, had to, I had to do some house chores for that shit. Yeah, yeah, no, good man, good. That's raised man. You raised right. Yeah. Um, but sorry, what I was gonna say about the '80s was that 
So my generation, your generation, like we were born, we went to high school with no internet. And then we went into our professional careers where digital was everything. Yeah. So we had, we were actually like fully functioning, I guess adults, 15, 16, 17, where internet wasn't smartphones, no. wasn't a part of the economy. You had to go to the, li- to go to the library to use that Absolutely, shit. Yeah. yeah. And 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 so it wasn't a part of our lives. And then all of a sudden, one day, you turn around and like now we we live completely in a digital world. And it's like we we've, we've kind of been adults in pre digital, and now we're adults in post digital. And of and that's exclusive to our generation. And I never hear too many people talk about that. Like, for instance, my mom, who's older, like she's just obviously, you know, dinks around on Facebook and stuff like that and then messages people and, and you know, shops Kijiji and stuff Barely like that. Barely knows how to use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of uses that as a tool and obviously calls me well, every time I'm over they're trying to fix something that she can't figure out, which is whatever. Um, that's, that's older people. Um, but, like, she doesn't have to deal with the economy. Like, she's already made her money. She's already, you know, put money aside. You know, she was an entrepreneur as well. Um, but she never had to embrace the digital economy. She just uses it like a toy. We have to embrace it. We, we have, have to be, we have like, to step. We have to take a step back. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because uh, my younger brother, he, you know, uh, he passed away, God rest his soul. But he, we, uh, when, when I started seeing him getting into the digital thing, I was like, okay, I feel like I thought it was ahead. I look back at this guy. He's. You know, he's doing all the things on Facebook. He's doing all these things. And, and he was a producer. He's producing music. He's doing it from his phone. And shit. Really? Yeah. So I, I that's I, I that's, a, a, that's a great back. story then, yeah. I had to take a step back. I'd be like, fuck, okay, cool. Like, I'm still, like, I'm still shaky with it. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid of technology. It's intimidating because it's difficult to use. And there's and I'm not great with it either. There's a learning curve for me too. Like, we're... These kids these days, they grow, remember the kids these days growing up, they're born with a cell phone, a smartphone, create the newest iPhone. In their hand. In their hand. So yeah. they, of course, they're going to be way quicker at it and like, and way sharper at it. And it's like their brains are, are understanding it so much easier than ours are. But I'm just saying that continue to apply focus and attention to I, it. You will understand it. It will make sense. And I'm in the same boat where I'm not that great at it, but I see its power. And I'm like, every time I, I remind myself about how powerful it is, I'm like, hey, no, no, learn to do all your digital marketing yourself, understand the whole game, understand technology, and pay attention to it. Because then you don't have to outsource anything. You don't have to pay me, anybody to show you shit. Let me, let, me, let me give you a little bit of a insight on how it hit me. Because I have a 12-year-old son. You know that, right? I have a 12-year-old son, Gabriel. Mm. And I bought him a new bike for his birthday. And within two days, the fucking kid popped the damn tire. Right? He popped the tube inside broke. Out of recklessness or carelessness uh, or, or like, just yeah, accident? Because shit happens, pop, Yeah, dude. shit happens, right? So kids are kids. I used to pop my tire all the time. So I said, hey, man, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about that? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go to Canadian Tire. I'm going to buy a new tube. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to install it on my bike. I'm like, do you know how to do that? He's like, no, I'll just fucking Google it. Oh. <laughs> 12 years old. Do you remember what we had to go through if our tire went flat? Pacing, you know what I mean? That's when it hit me. I'm like, yeah. this. he's like, yeah, I'm just going to Google it. We didn't have that. Great thing. answer, by the way. <laughs> and you know what? You should save that one. Put it in your back pocket. Anytime you know, someone says something, yeah. fuck it, I'll Google 12 it. 12 years old. He's yeah. like, I'm like, I'm, I, right away it hit me. I'm like, you fucking little punk. I'm thinking like, he's up on me already. Dude, I trust he's, me. I agree, man. I 100% You know agree. what I mean? I've had that. And I, don't get me wrong. I've had a similar experience. i got a cousin of mine who's like a fucking whiz when it comes to like auto mechanics and cars like that and shit like that. And like, I swear to God, you know, and he's like obviously totally up in the digital game. And, you know, he was fixing the car one time and he's like, fuck, how do I do this? And I had I actually said that too. I said, well, Google it. 
and I can't even believe I had to say that to him because the guy was like, the guy lives on Google. He lives, he lives on, yeah. on his phone. I mean, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Ego, ego took over him <laughs> yeah. there. You know? All right, so in your business, yeah. you know, because the business I'm in right now, like you know, it requires you to leverage your team. Like what I mean by leverage, I mean like okay, so you want to replace yourself with as many people as you can to get the business going you know what i mean and get it going through leverage you know what i mean you can make a lot more with more hands than just yeah a, a one set so how would you be able to have you ever thought about leveraging your business or can there is there a way that you can leverage your business and what you're doing right now oh yeah so and the trust factor how would that work you know what i mean well every okay leverage and and the, one of the like the buzzwords or or terms that you'll always hear in any business meeting is scaling you're going to scale the operation scale, yeah, yeah. make it bigger you know yeah. what i mean and that's the key right and that's what you always want to do with a business you want to make it bigger um but scaling is also a, like a cliche it's also overused um as, as as honestly it's it's a it's the accurate description of what you're trying to do but people throw the term around all the time and make it sound easier than it is it's not easy to scale a business um and yeah, so you're always looking, man, you're always looking to spend your money super intelligently because companies that are young and small, um, and typically the ones entrepreneurs are a part of because that's where things start and that's where things begin, um, you have to bootstrap a lot of shit. So you have to make sure that you have, you're spending all of your, you're not wasting any money because money's so precious to an undercapitalized company. You know what I mean? So but what I think with the leverage though, I don't mean to cut you off, sorry. No, no, with, with leverage, I think that you have to, you know, invest some money in order to get that. Yes. You know what I mean? In order to understand how you're going to leverage it properly, because when I'm building a team, fuck, buddy, money's going out the window all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, in, in a situation like that, you have to have a good process for what is system. quickly identifying people yeah. that are keepers and people that are people that you're going to want to get rid of. And that comes to the system. Yeah. And they're not following the system. See, follow the system, but it's a system you've designed and, 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 it, and it focuses on characteristics and, and processes that you, you've, deemed, you've deemed important. Um, and I'm sure you've learned a lot through this process. You've learned, you know what those systems are. You know what those processes are. I'm sure you've learned them, a lot of them from, uh, from, uh, from your head honcho. And so... You know, you just don't want to be caught wasting time because time's a huge resource. So, you, you know, I meet bringing people, never having getting caught up in, in meeting and bringing on the wrong person is, is something that would be fantastic because then you don't end up wasting the time and energy that went into that. Right. So that that's a means of, of, of being hyper efficient. Um, and and yeah, your business, the, 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 the more people you bring on, the, the more people, you, the, the quicker your business is going to grow. So that's the leverage. Um, but when you probably get caught up with a bunch of stinkers. Um, that's, you're gonna get them, yeah, and you'll get sure. them, and you'll get them. You'll so get you need a system that, that 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 kicks them out of the system quick. You know, gets them out. You know what I mean? Hit the road, buddy. Um, and so yeah, like so that that those are probably the some of the the key things I would always focus on. Um, but how would you be able to leverage your business? Because right now, from what I got from you, it's like a one man show. Well, yeah, it's a bit. So, so okay, so let's just be clear. So I, I'm a, I'm buying equity stakes in companies. Yeah. So when you when you speak of leverage. Uh, sometimes when I get that money, um, I, I, I'm, I have some assets too. Like I got a house and it's you know, you know virtually paid for. And so what I'll do when I use leverage, I'll take my equity out of my house to buy these investments. So that's how I, it's called financial leverage. And so that means my house is now on the line with the equity investments that I'm making. So if that equity goes to zero, you know, I could very well lose my house. You understand? Yeah. But I can't make that investment because say, say I want to make a quarter million dollar investment. I don't have that just sitting around like in a bank account. I'm like, I got to tap the house. So I'm going to tap the house, make that investment. That's the leverage. 
okay for me and I've done that yeah and I've done that a few turn I've done that in a few places already in my life successfully um, and so when you speak of leverage that's me using my assets uh, leveraging my assets to make these investments so your assets are your team yeah, that's yeah your exactly team. I am a one-man show um, I work best as a one-man show not to say I'm not a great team member or I couldn't be um, or create a good team um, but right now, I'm it's yeah I'm the star of the, the star of the show in my own movie or whatever you want to call it, um, and I collaborate with a lot of people. Let me be clear on that. Even though I'm like the, I'm like you know like I said, I run my own my own ship, um, but I collaborate with a lot of people, especially in places I consider blind spots, like things that I don't know well, don't understand well. I, I have people that do understand those things and, and, questions. and I rely on them as resources. And yeah, as much as you want to rely on them, you also want to learn what they learn or what they know. And you want to be, a, you know, always being a great sponge for knowledge is, is a fantastic What's quality. the best way you learn? I want to hear. I want to, oh. I want to compare this with me and you here. The best well, way I'm a okay. question asker. Yeah. Um, I do read. Uh, yep. I do watch. Um, and I think as much as all those things, you know, I'm indifferent. I'll use them all. I'll use them all as learning tools. But I am a huge believer that if you want to do something, if you want to learn something, you got to do it. You got to take action. You got to do it. No, you got to do the task. Yeah, like, yeah like, exactly. You got to take action. Do the damn thing, and yeah. then you will learn. Like it's like I, I put it this way: my cousin changed my oil. He was always changing my oil for me. You know what I mean? Being a trooper for me, helping me out. And I was like, "Fuck, I, I could probably do this." And I watched him do it so many times. And then when I went to go do it, I was asking 100 questions. Like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah, which one? Is it this one? Is it that? What wrench am I using? Is it this one? Which way? Left, right? You know what I mean? Like, And then I was like, okay. After I had done it, I said, now I learned how to do it, even though I'd watched it done a thousand times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just think that for me, actually doing the task, whatever it is, is how I, it actually sticks inside me. And now, And you really don't know something until you can teach it to somebody else. Exactly. And I feel you're absolutely right because if you you don't know anything until you actually experience it and get your head kicked in when mm. it comes to actually learning it, you know what I mean? I feel that you learn the best. This is my from my own experience, man. Because I, you know, you, you know who I am, right? You know who I am. Oh boy, yes, sir. The only way I learn, and there's people out there that are similar to who I am right now for sure, and they'll probably attest to this, and they'll probably be like, okay, yeah, you're right. Is by actually getting your hands dirty and 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 failing at the whatever it is that you are feeling a little shame too, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, especially when people are watching. Like now, I'm like, okay, come on, bring it on. I want you to watch and see what I'm doing. Hopefully, I fail in front of you guys, so I have that feeling. I don't want. I don't like that feeling at all. So now, if I when I do fail, I'm gonna do my utmost research on what I did wrong and I'm going to research on the product and whatever I'm doing to get more out insight on how I can be better at it. You know what I mean? 100%. So that failure now has become a, uh, a problem for me to solve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Does that make yeah, sense? I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. And like uh, there's all kinds of books about failure and embracing it and loving it and doing it often. Um, and it's true. Um, you, you, you know, losses yield usually. Well, hold on. Winning is, is great and, and being successful at something is. But upon post-analysis... Especially when you start winning early, like I think if if you if you come to great successes early in life, like just out of luck and chance, like those things happen. Um, you know, they're not great teachers. The losses are the better teachers. Um, yeah, especially for sure. when you're trying to come off, 
you're trying to come off losses and, and, and reevaluate your game and, and, and do the postmortem and analyze, be analytical, what happened, what went wrong, why did it go wrong? Um, that to me, because the world's competitive. And so you're going to be competing against other people that have already done that process. So you better have done it yourself. Um, otherwise, they're probably, you were just a flash in the pan. Anyone, anyone can show up to the card game and win a few hands. Of course. You know what I mean? Get dealt a couple aces, boom, this is easy, man. That's what gets them sucked in. Yeah, exactly. That's what gets them hooked. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. For sure. So what's the biggest failure you have ever had? Like, what, was, what was, like, I, I, we can talk about this probably for hours. Oh, fuck. You You've got, had many failures. You want to be here all night? Let's do it. I got all night, man. <laughs> yeah. so that bottle's still three quarters away. So, so yeah, hold on, let me let me top you up there, Chico. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, too, like, too bad we'd have some cigars, eh? Yeah. You good to have a cigar right now? I'll be crawling out of here on my hands. What kind of cigar? You you into uh, cigars or? No, I don't smoke. Don't get me wrong. I love the look of one hanging out of somebody's mouth, lit or unlit. But um, no, I I don't. I only I smoke weed once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. A couple times a week, maybe. That's good. You know what, what I mean? That just relaxes you right down, eh? You know what? I honestly believe that. You can get some very interesting ideas when you're a little bit high. Um, your mind works and goes into different places that you probably wouldn't have gone to had you not gotten the drug into you. Um, and I'm not suggesting anyone run out there and smoke all kinds of weed or anything like that. But if you're, you know, you know what you're doing, and you're responsible with it. I find that like I've come to some pretty interesting ideas in a state of being high. And um, what the hell's wrong with that ever? You know, here's the thing with that. I've done, that. I've done. I've done. I don't smoke weed. I don't. But you used to. I used to. But I've done my research with that, and it connected to spirituality and being uh, one with yourself. And and I found out, like, you know, my family's Jamaican too, so, like, you know, I have family members that are Rastafarian and stuff like that. And um, I found out that, you know, uh, just small doses of THC mm -hmm. gets your imagination to the fullest. Yeah, well, that's... It, it, gets, you, it gets you in tuned with your inner self, and it gets you to actually align yourself more so whatever you are stressed about whatever you're thinking about whatever those thoughts that you're that are keeping you held back are now lifted and they're gone you don't think about them after yeah. you smoke a little pinner of a yeah you know of something great i agree you know no i agree i agree and it gets you to be more aligned with whatever it is that you actually trying to you know attract to yourself right yeah and that's consciously or unconsciously that's right? been my experience with it and i just use it responsibly um, although don't get me wrong, like Christ, you know what I mean? Like, uh, if I've had a couple drinks, I'm playing some tunes, you know, just thinking about life, where I'm going next, what I'm doing. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. You know, I love my classic rock. Um, and you know, the, the joints, the natural evolution of one of those evenings. And in, and in those, uh, and in those moments, you know what I mean? I just find like, I'm thinking about the future, how I'm going to get there. What, you know, trying to plan my, my future ahead of me. And, and like, I just come to some really interesting ideas. And, uh, yeah, if you can use weed in a responsible setting like that, uh, you know, uh, teach their own. But uh, it sure as hell works for me. It works for you, right? Yeah, it really For sure. Does. And it works for a lot of people, too, right? Yeah. Uh, man, I had the mistake of trying one of those little gummies. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, don't ever do that. Edibles Guys, a different world, don't, man. Ever, don't ever do it. It takes you to a different... Different. Yeah, uh, I actually have no experience with edibles at all because I'm I just old do school. Okay. I never again. Yeah, I would yeah, never man. touch it again. Ever because what happened? I, let's, let's hear about your crazy man. Uh, I didn't, like uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Adam Head. Oh yeah, I know Adam. Yeah, yeah. I played hockey with Adam. Yeah, so he uh, he had a bunch, a box of these oh fuck. These, these gummies, and I'm he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Here, where I was at his house one night, we're having some drinks. How many did you have first of all? No, he, he said, listen, man, don't take a whole, don't take a whole one. Make sure you when you have one, um, just take a little chunk. Oh shit! And you took and you took, you took a whole one. I took I took probably about a quarter of it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And um, 
I took about a quarter of it, and um, oh, sorry. President's calling. Donald Trump's on line one here. <laughs> yeah, so I took about a half of one, a quarter of one, and uh, let me tell you, it was just uh, upside down. You like were upside down. Yeah, upside down, and I'll never do it again. Ever, 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 man. It was uh, it was an experience that I had to experience. So I never, now I know never to do this. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. I think, well, you know, getting a bad buzz off of weed is something I've had too. Um, but that's why I always do it in a controlled setting, man. Like, you know, at the end of the evening, I'm at home, whatever. But you got some of those guys that just fucking abuse the shit out of it. I remember where... where Drugs where, and alcohol, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and then, and then they get so used to the fact that they're high then they, i think they they upgrade yeah 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 for sure they, and they, they need something stronger they need something stronger that this is like i always wondered how i know this is totally off topic of what we're talking about man this is a good conversation that's though. fine yeah roll roll with it um i always wondered how guys started putting needles in their arms and shit like that which is like it, it, it you know i don't judge anybody for what they do you know what i mean i'm not who am i to judge anybody right agreed me too but i always wondered how they they integrated to that you know how what the what was the mindset of actually let me let me just upscale to to from from how do you go from marijuana to, to heroin or how do you go from marijuana to you know what i mean yeah drug addiction is a big big bad demon uh, a lot of guys it's a slippery slope and people that are in bad places i think keep upping the dosages keep upping the ante you know keep going into create experimenting with more and more drugs um i'm just a you know like a social drinker social smoker once in a while like actually and i'm social smoker sorry i just do it like literally by myself or with with someone with someone i know very well whatever one yeah. of those scenarios right now um yeah you can lose your way and all that stuff that's all i would say and and you should get help if you're too far and too far down the rabbit hole when it comes to drugs um but if you're if you're looking if you're an aspiring young entrepreneur um there's no you won't have any place for it it'll wreck you i think it'll wreck it'll you wreck man. You, man. Yeah, you, you're going down sure. the wrong path. If you're doing it and you think you have it totally under control, hey, all the power to you. You may be one of those people that can manage it. But I'm glad I got my experiment thing done. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, dog. I hear you. And so, yeah. you know, it's just not. You know what? Like, I'm uh, with entrepreneurialism. You start to, you know, your health, uh, health, uh, uh, fitness, um, eating right. All these things contribute to you having a better day. You feeling better about yourself, and then you executing better in your on your business plan. So. You know, I just feel like all those things are pillars of what becomes very successful people. And sure, you need the whole package. You need, yeah, I was you actually do. talking to my mentor today, and I was like, wellness, under, people think of wellness of being lined pockets, you know, fat pockets and nice bank accounts, nice cars, and, and, you're, and you're meditating with your palms up all day. Mm. No, man. Like, yeah, that's part of it. That's a part of it, right? But... I think a lot of the wellness comes from the whole package, like going to the gym, eating right, doing all the, like drinking lots of water, eat, uh, what is it, how many liters a day, whatever it is, right? Uh, having the great conversations, maybe touching a little bit of a, a, a spliff at night or whatever it is, right? Balance, just good balance. Uh, you you gotta balance and it has to be a whole package of wellness, right? And that, that's, if, if you think about some of these guys that are like, you know, um, you know multi, millionaires and, and billionaires some of these guys i'm sure they have their whole package and yeah look at richard branson perfect example is richard yeah. branson you know one of his statements is, is like even though the guy's got more money than than god like he's like you know at the end of the day i can only three meals a day 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's like he lives a very healthy, humble lifestyle. He's a super gentleman. Um, and, and like, yeah, yeah. You, listen, your body without your health, you got nothing. Exactly. You yeah. know, yeah. No, all the money in the world won't be able to bring you back from the dead. I can promise you that. And you can't, you can't bring it. You can't. What is what is uh? Denzel Washington. He says you, you'll never see a U-Haul behind the hearse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You can't take. You can't take nothing with you. 100%. Yeah, man. So let's back get back to the failure thing, right? Yeah. The failure thing is uh, that's something everybody has to go through. What are just some of the biggest failures? That you, oh. What was one big failure that you've gone through? Let's talk. Oh, about you know it. why? There's yeah. so many. Um, but the ones that hurt the most were like losing a chick that you were all about. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was to me. Those were the ones that I couldn't handle. Like the business losses seemingly were easier for me because it's like ah fuck, you know, I lost the money, whatever shitty deal something went wrong or whatever what do you think about is it with the chick though the chick is at the time it's emotional yeah obviously i was a weaker minded probably too at the time i didn't have my own like uh didn't have my own jedi mindset and so you know the emotions of like love and and girls and stuff like that just losing one you know that you were all about uh that one stung me and they stuck around those are sticky ones to lose you know what i mean i found that the the financial ones were where i could be very analytical and i could just be like hey this went wrong for these reasons boom 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 let's just not do it next time assume you didn't blow your whole accounts up you're you're ready to play again um but the, the the losing the chick or something like that or having a bad experience there i felt like was more tougher to shake for sure tougher to shake for me you know for guys i think it's 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 totally different obviously it's totally different than women you know what i mean and in that sense because guys i think there's something bred in there is something in our dna that says we got to be successful because of this yeah because of the the fair sex we gotta take care of these. We got if we're trying to be uh, alpha males and take care of our families. You know what I mean? Does that make sense of what I just said? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it yeah, makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Do we have a yeah. lot of sh- guys these days? Men these days, there is a lot being put on our shoulders to be alpha males, to create family, to create wealth, and don't get me wrong. I we, think I think I'm sorry. I, yeah, I think I think it's a a little bit different. I think these days, you know the. The women are stepping up the game. Well, they are. They're a huge and part. Of, they're they're, they're a take, bigger part of the workforce now than ever. Yeah, man, and and it's and I love to see it. Like my wife, man, she ha, she, if it wasn't for her, a lot of this this I wouldn't be where I am right now when it comes to business or even being doing this goddamn podcast that we're doing right wow, now. Well, right? okay, so you got a great partner then. Okay, I see you know what you're what saying. Mean? Because yeah, yeah. you guys are sharing some of the load. Like, but this. like, yeah, let's yeah. say, let's say, let's say, 25, 30, 40 years ago, you're at home cooking, cleaning, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, there's so, a lot of women that still want to live in that live in that world. Not here, man. Not in Canada. You don't I don't, think so? I, I don't think so. I, I, I disagree with that. North America, I think, is... Uh, is, 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 is and no, there's nothing wrong with it. Listen, raising, a, nothing wrong with raising it. a family and having a mother that's going to be, like, nurturing the children, like, that used to be their predominant role, and for good reason. Um, in the last, like, 25 years, the women have become a bigger and bigger part of the uh, the workforce. And don't get me wrong, they're just as capable. I'm not, su- and, I'm not suggesting anything otherwise. And, and we need that. Yeah, well, hey, we listen, it's just, these are these are the socio-demographic changes, socio-economic demographic changes that we start to see. Um, and, you know, you look at people are getting married a lot lot later in life, right? Sure, yeah. Um, all of our parents. Less kids. Yeah, less kids. Just because the woman is out there doing a lot. Man, I know some guys that are staying home and the woman's out there working. 
Yeah, like listen, whoever has the earnings power should whoever has whoever's the best capacity to make money, someone does have to look after the damn kids. Okay, so that's not a responsibility sure. that you. Or can't. you both can just make enough money and hire somebody to come. That's in. that's the perfect scenario. Yeah. Um, but then you know what? Some people want to be raising their children hands on. Yeah. All day long, I want to be changing my teaching my kid. You know, being a part of this upbringing. You know, and so there's there's no there's no right answer. There's nothing wrong with it. But women have been very much a huge part of the the workforce. Um, I wish I came with some stats to quote, but they are, uh, women are very competitive. Women are also very capable. Um, they're just as, you know, just as valuable as men are uh, to, to many employers. Um, and, you know, the economy obviously has changed very much digitally, but the women are also a huge part of it. And like, as they should be, or as they could be, as they, as they are. Um, and so this economy is, is always in a constant state of flux, but this is the point we've come to now. Um, and as young, I guess we'll still call ourselves young men or no? Oh, yeah, I'm young, buddy. Yeah, I'm young, I'm young. I'll call I, could, young I, could, men. I could probably lap some of these kids on a track and no problem. Yeah, yeah. You said something about putting on skates, man. Put me on, put me on a set of, set of skates, I can probably skate backward faster than some of these kids can forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honest. Well, you're, you've, all, you've always been an athlete. I wouldn't yeah. doubt that. Um, but, like, yeah, the workplace has changed That's a lot. That's just making myself feel good, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. The workplace has changed a lot. And like, I think just entrepreneurialism to go back to that is like, first of all, I just feel like the white classic white collar job has changed. Um, it's, it, it's, it's too much of a, it, to me, it's a jail cell, man. It's uh you know, you have to, you have to spend so much time in the academics into school just to come out and make, you know, what would be a reasonable amount of money. Um, you you kind of give up your whole life. You're, you're working for the man. Uh, none of that stuff excites me at all. And I, I never gravitated to it. I always wanted to build enterprise. I always wanted to be my own boss. What would you tell the person? What would you tell the person? Sorry to cut you off again. Yeah, no, jump in. But what would you tell the person right now that is contemplating? Oh, you know, like. Okay, I'll just say this: to make the big jump, to make the leap, saying I'm, I'm done with, I'm done with. I'm fucking done. You don't want to get fired. You want to leave. You know, you want to do it on your own. You know. So the process, unfortunately, is not as much as you may come to the conclusion. I do suggest you having some things looked after prior to making. Say, I'm going to quit my job and become an entrepreneur. So I, I, you can't just like stop working and then become an entrepreneur you have to like this needs to be a planned execution so you're gonna keep your job to to keep the stress off your mind because you still got bills to pay let's assume that and then you're going to make your you're going to make a you're going to make your plan for your escape like breaking out of jail basically you know yeah. what i mean like alcatraz you're gonna fucking put the sheets down the window and fucking <laughs> scale the wall down you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. fucking hopefully there's a raft and everything waiting for you so i would do it that way um and i would also just say that be prepared for uh, the most liberating, challenging experience and walk of life that you will ever go down. Because you're about to be the the master of your own domain, man. Like you are the sole decision maker now going forward. You will not be taking orders or direction from anybody ever again, most likely. Um, and if you're if you want that and you're prepared for it, man, I, I promise you it will be the most exhilarating, rewarding, and fulfilling journey of your entire life. Um, but you're still gonna have to. Pay, you're still gonna have to meet the bills every month. You're you're gonna have to pay some dues, man. And um, yeah, it's not a linear experience like we talked about. Whatever you can plan that shit out and be like, we'll do this. Boom, boom, boom. Plan the steps, and you think you and within your two year plan, you'll be a millionaire. You know That's probably a great plan. But well, here's the thing: we're making it sound easy. Yeah. Here's the thing: if you can't handle rejection, then it's not for you. Mm. Learn how to handle rejection first, then get into entrepreneurship, man. Learn how to figure out you know yourself out, and learn to figure out what it is that you need to work on to become a better person so you can lead a team or lead yourself or or you learn how to sell because listen if you 
Sales is everything, right? Like we said. Yeah, I agree. Sales is everything, and if you if you don't know yourself, if you don't know yourself, you can't know other. You can't. You can't. You're not able to correspond with other human beings. Agreed. Right? You know what I mean? And and let's 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 talk about sales is everything, but we need people to sell, right? So, um, again, and and that comes with rejection. You know, tons of it, it and it, tons of it. And, you know and what I mean, and if you can't if you can't handle that, learn how to. Don't try to don't do, try it. Hate it. And either stick with it or don't, because here's the thing. It's emotional, man. It, it's a part of the game. It's a huge part of the game. And if you if you don't like the word no, or if you don't like the word hold on or come see me later. If that's going to break you. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? you're, you're, you, yeah, you go back to the job then, for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, that's straight up, hands down, is what it is, right? Yeah, that's the cold on his truth. How do you handle rejection? Better and better, to be honest with you. I would say that I wasn't great at it early in my day, um, but I recognize that... Uh, you know, once again, no means no, but but that just means no in one place. Like no I, means next opportunity. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like the quicker I can leave a qualified, if you can't, like you know, the Wolf of Wall Street guy does it the best. He's like, why would I try and sell someone that didn't want to buy something? Like I want to be selling to qualified buyers. I want to be I want to be finding people that have an interest in what I'm doing. I want to have an uh, and they want to have I want to have their ear because they're interested, and then I can you know you can close people that have an interest in stuff way more than someone who's like you're not going to sell a Ferrari to a bum. Basically, is what I'm yeah. saying. You know, no matter what your sales pitches you know what i mean yeah can't do it right so so you know the sales game uh hearing the words no yeah like that's something you're gonna have to manage because there's gonna be days where you can't you don't close anything or whatever goes wrong but days it's gonna be sometimes months, months. yeah it's a, you have Years. to refine your process and yeah. you need tough skin in this game you need tough skin in life uh and rejection you know in all walks of life needs to be rebounded from and you need to be a good rebounder and you, know? you have to i think that you're absolutely right with that but you have to know you have to pay attention to your feelings when you hear that. When you mm. hear like uh, the nose, and you hear like the rejection, or you you have like to pay water off a duck's back, as you, they say. Yeah, you have to be, you have to be fully prepared and understand where you're at and where you where you where you lie right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to be able to to uh, assess it properly and and understand that you know that no is just a part of what it is to make you stronger, right? And I think that just because I've I'm in I'm in sales uh, I've been in sales for four years, mm -hmm. and I've learned a lot in that four years. But I know there's a heck of a lot more. Like there's a lot of dudes I gotta pay, man. Like I'm good at what I do only because of the experience I've had 34 years in the past. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> you understand what but I'm saying? Well, you never stop learning. Gretzky, Gretzky has that that that's his like I think one of his best lines. Like you, you know what I mean? Like uh, where I'm at right now, some of the guys on my team. Oh man, you're making this and you're doing that. Hey, guess what, man? You want to take. 34 years of my journey and then and then tell me like you know what i mean so and there's a lot of no's and there's a lot of disappointments in that and that but i have also through that i've learned how to assess it now to finally got into sales out of construction and be like okay i'm good with people but being me being good with people now has only come from the experience yeah, i've had yeah. You know, getting locked up and doing all the right things. Well, people running. only see the only people only see the superstar in front of them at the moment, right? Yeah, you know what you I know mean. What I mean? Exactly. They don't understand that this guy like, cut his teeth in the streets and did everything to get yeah. to this point here, and he's going to share with you a lot of stuff. Probably time to listen up. But this didn't happen overnight. This this, this person you're seeing in front of you has such a long he walked such a long road to to to, to deliver this this message this package to you, um, and yeah, you can't. You, you want to be soaking up from those people because those people are usually great teachers. They're good leaders. Of course. Um, and when, when people have vast amounts of experience, man, that's a great opportunity to stop and listen. Yeah. You know? 
And that, that's one of the key, key components to being a good learner. When is it time to talk? When is it time to listen? Exactly. You know what? And that's being teachable, right? Being coachable, teachable, whatever you want to call it. Um, what are you willing to give up? And what's your willingness to learn and, what are you, and your willingness to accept change? Mm-hmm. What are you willing to give up? Are you willing to give up the ego so you can just listen to that one guy? Maybe he might be a little bit younger than you. You know what I mean? But he's, uh, he's, 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 uh, he's, he has enough, what it t- he has a, everything what it takes to, to be your mentor. You know what I mean? He has what you want. He's been where you've been. Oh, age is nothing to me. You know Ac- what I mean? Accomplishments say everything. Like if I had a guy that was in my line of work uh, and, and had all the things that I'd already wanted and I got an opportunity to chat with him, I'm not going to tell him how things work, how things go, how things should go. Like, we'll have a great kind of chat, but I'm going to probe that guy, like, massive. Shut I'm going to want to know, yeah, what, yeah, how did you do this? How did that go? What did you, was your experience? Like, that's your opportunity to, to ask questions and listen. Um, and good question askers, that's a great, that's a great skill set to hone, man. And like... But there's one thing, how do you feel about, how do you feel about being a question asker and just leaving it at that? Because I think, let me hear what you have to say. Like, I would, like, you know what? What I think is that you, when you ask a question, when I ask questions, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm always willing to apply whatever I hear right away. Yeah, well, you suck it in, right? You, you, yeah. you, you put it out there, you ask your questions, and you know what? The answers may not make sense to you. Um, you may not agree with what you're hearing. You may, they may, you may not share anything. And it's just, it's just more information. But people that have walked paths and people that have done stuff, they're usually good bodies of knowledge. And especially if they're things that you haven't done, you know, you can, it's just having good ear set for, you know, you're a good observer, you're a good listener, you're a good question asker. That's how you learn. And then when you learn, you get smarter. And when you get smarter, you do things quicker and better going forward. Like everything is just about getting better. It's a constant, uh, as an entrepreneur, your, your, your mantra should be like, I'm getting better every day. I'm learning something every day, everywhere I go, everything I do, every I'm going to learn. Yeah, man. And yeah. soak it in. Like, look, watch, listen, like. Stop thinking about the, the nose. Yeah, yeah, stop I mean, trying to tell people how everything yeah. goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you think you know how it goes, fine. Then execute your own plan and do it. But when you meet people, and, you, and, and there are, are people of success, and there are people that have accomplishments, like, you know Shut what? Shut the fuck up and listen. Sure. And even if you don't want to subscribe to what they do or their patterns or, I'm sorry, their, um, what they're saying, if you, don't, if you don't want to buy into it, then don't. Exactly. It's no big deal. Exactly. You know? What are your top five influencers? What are you? Who? Like influencers? Yeah, I, people I, I, that I, I, I should probably say, what are your top 20? But oh. Let's go with five for yeah. now. And if you want to keep going. Like people that I admire. Admire. Like, it doesn't matter what it could be. It could be a, a, a goddamn cartoon character. Like, oh, it doesn't so matter. Like, what are your top five game changers for Mark Berry, man? So, yeah, that's a good question. So I like, I, I'm influenced a lot by artists, um, music, um, big, like, classic uh, rock and roll fan, big Jack White fan, like, huge Jack White fan. Um, that's stuff that, that makes my mind really at ease. Um, Business-wise, too, like, I don't know. I, trust me, I admire so many people. And, I, and I, when I see this world now, especially this digital world where all these successful people can now... Even though you've never met them, they don't have their own TV show. The, now they're on Instagram. Now they're on Facebook. So now you know who they are. They're like these influencers type of people. Like, for instance, crazy successful guy. And if you able ever able to get past the fact he's just got all this money and all these chicks is Dan Blazarian. That guy, when you listen to him talk, um, I just think the guy's like sharp as an arrow. And he lives an incredibly, uh, what's the word? Uh, he lives just one of those, you know, playboy lifestyles. Basically, call it wherever you want. And, and I'm not into. I'm not necessarily. That's not what I find impressive about the guy. I just think that 
he's he's just done a lot of interesting stuff like everything from and his, he's young too, his right? weed businesses to like his the way he works out um he's obviously been a successful poker player so guys like that are i just find interesting like i would love to learn as many tricks from those guys as i could um or continue to and who else would i say like anyone that's accomplished in business ceos of companies like i like they don't have to be like uh what do you call it like um you know all that vanity and all that and all that all that posh level of stuff like they can be just you know blue collar guys overall guys put their boots on kind of guys but they're running big companies and stuff yeah. like that right and it, each their own so i i learned from those guys too guys that have you know track records guys that are accomplished guys that are in important positions and especially for me it's guys that have built businesses before I, I look up to those guys and I want to ask questions to those guys as to how they handled situations, how they did things, you know. And so people that are, you know, where I want to be, but also guys that are the heads of companies are, to me are very. Um, so it doesn't you know, matter as long as they have a good track record and, and, and a story to tell something where you've been some some places where you've been and you have something of what they want. Is basically what you yeah said. like just in a very general sense yeah um you know like i obviously i've i just re, i have an admiration and respect for for so many people but like it when you run into people man and especially networking such a crucial part of being an entrepreneur yeah like so important mm -hmm. right and you need to be presentable you need to be likable and you need to be influential um but that's your opportunity when, when you get to meet new people Man, let them tell their story to you, man. Ask questions. Who knows? Maybe you guys might cut a deal in the future. Oh, you know somebody here. I know somebody there. Well, let's put a deal together. You know? Like, I think that's how your mind has to be working. Um, and you need to be thinking a few steps ahead. But every time you get an opportunity to meet somebody, man, get to know their story. See what's up. Of course. Good you for know? you, man. That's good. And you do, uh, do you look for it or you just wait for it to come to you? No, I'm always out there. Every time I get the opportunity. Oh, don't get me wrong. COVID's been terrible for social networking, um, networking how's that been on your? How has COVID been on your business? You know, you know you what? In here, you walked in here brainwashed with that mask on. I'm like, take that shit off. Yeah, well, I had a courtesy. It was just out of courtesy. I'm, you know, I, I get it. I get it. You know, I should have known better, actually, that, that where I was coming in. <laughs> that like, good old Daniel Crooks doesn't allow that yeah, shit. You tore the mask right off my face, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, no, so, like, it's just been tougher because usually I go to events. I go to parties, man. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a downtown guy. So I live downtown. I work downtown. Well, I work downtown. You know, my house is, my, is the office. But... You know, being you. out and about and, and networking and, and, and being, uh, you know, you need some charisma, a little bravado, you know what I mean? You need to be out there. And so always starting up conversations with people. You got to be friendly, you know, uh, have something interesting to say, be funny. But like that, yeah. So the networking, like, I mean, all the opportunities that I generated via foot traffic or being out and about restaurants, clubs, dinners, I guess not. Well, not so much clubs anymore, but, you know, I, being out and yeah. just networking with people and you meet somebody and then they introduce you to somebody. And then, you know what, I'm always, that was a big thing, but that got all shut down because we can't go out anymore. We can't go to these so events. So now we got to turn to social media. Yeah. And so, you know what, I've been noticing, I've been, a lot of people have been reaching out to me and people just putting feelers out. Hey man, what's going on? What are you up to? You know what I mean? And so I've been once again, speaking to how powerful the digital world is, spending more time on it and, and harnessing it as a tool and, and using it more often. Um, and so I'm totally buying into it and now trying to like not just buy into it, become an expert at some point in it. I'm not clearly not there yet, but we'll get there. And so that's what I'm doing. That's what lately has been yielding a lot of results. Yeah. Cool, man. You know, what about, um, what about your, uh, your, your, your five year plan? Like, what do you, where do you see yourself? In rich, years, rich and more rich. That's, rich, rich yeah, and more rich. Yeah. Like Richie Rich. You know what I'm saying? The old cartoon character. Yeah. You know, yeah I'm going to make guy. it. We won't just be like, I, you know, I that guy. yeah. And so. 
No, I like listen. The, my, my, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I buy into the five, ten-year plans and all that stuff. Um, yeah. And just because you, you you'll get to your destinations, who knows? I could get in my to my five-year plans destination in three years. Uh, I I think it's too far out to look ahead. You need to worry about right now in life and what you're doing this second in life. You know of what course. I mean? Have a plan. Sure, I want to be here. I want to be there. But why put a timeline on it? That to me is just like uh, just work your put your head down, do it now. And you'll get, get there. Yeah. yeah. Although I do believe uh, that any goal without a deadline is just a dream you know sure. yeah so you should be you know putting deadlines to yourself this week we're gonna have this done that week we're gonna have that done but i think looking five where we're moving five years honestly that's a job interview question and fucking i think it sucks <laughs> 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 sorry man it's all good that's good that is that's one of the actually one of the questions that you ask but it was asked in a different way no worries man that's actually a good uh now i know not to ever ask that question again um, <laughs> I'm terrible. I know. Bad yeah, no, no, that's good, man. Um, so, like, what you know, what 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 advice would you give to a 20, 20 year old Mark Berry? Oh, that's a good fucking question. That's not a job interview question. That's a that's well, a yeah, and like I mentioned before, man, like stop getting so emotionally involved with the uh, other women, man. Like, yeah, you just understand how females play a role in your life. Um, and I would just say, like, I invested too much in, in, in some particular uh, entities or bodies or women or whatever you want to call some them. Souls. Individuals, some souls, yeah. yeah. And, like, you just don't know shit at that age, man. Um, and I wish I could coach myself a little bit better about how I handled uh, some relationships. Um, and, you know, I don't know. Like, it, 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 to go back, I don't know, man. Like, I, I embrace my failures, man. I, I learn from them and I move on. And, like, I, I, as much as I learn lessons from them, I just try and forget them because usually they're just negative thoughts, man. Like, if, you probably know what I'm talking about. Like, you think of something negative that happened to you. I just want to remember the positive lesson that I learned from it and not the negative event itself. You know what I mean? Of course. That's so good, man. That, that if I could continue to do that in life, I think I'll be, I think I'll be all right. Um, I just lost a lot of days and a lot of nights and a lot of weeks and a lot of years. Just, you know, you know focusing on, yeah. on, on shit. That's not even going to, that you gone, gone. Yeah. And yeah. You know, you know yeah. it's just, you burned so much time. You'll never get back. You know, so here's the thing when I, with my, with my experience with that, man, I think that, um, I think it, the less you think about it, the better you are off. Right. Like, so what I'm saying is, is like, you know, like, um, I've always thought about making money. You know what I mean? But when I was so in, in intertwined with what I was doing and so focused on what I was doing, I stopped thinking about the money mm -hmm. and it was just coming. Uh, you know you're just mean? focusing on the tasks that Fo got you the yeah, money. Focus yeah, focus yeah. on the, marry the process, divorce the goddamn outcome. You know what uh, I mean? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. that works with everything in your life. Like women too, man. Like I agree. My, my wife's beautiful, man. And God, who knew that I was going to marry a cop? Like you knew me from back in the day. Mm. It was like, She's going to arrest you, maybe. <laughs> she probably did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows? But what I'm saying is, like, you know, you, 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 you're, not, you're not smart enough to, 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 to see your future. You're not smart enough to know the outcome. You're not smart enough to... Um, so why focus on it? You know what I mean? Focus on the process, what you're doing right now, and then whatever you are imagining or you visions you have in your mind... Yeah, I agree with that. Agree eventually, with that. they will show up in your life because you're just so focused on what you're doing. Yeah, no, 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 I agree. And, and having a great focused mind 
and not being someone who loses focus because that's what we're talking about when you're when your life's in a state of disarray you're usually you've lost focus you're, you're here there you're everywhere you know your train of thought is constantly changing you're mentally emotionally distraught and stuff like that but when you're dialed in when you got a task at hand and you're working towards something that's when the results usually start to get better and, and exactly. start to happen because you're not thinking about the results yeah exactly you're just going to put the time in and you, you, you like you're going to play the game you're going to focus on the game and you let the results speak for themselves when, when we show up right of course and yeah and that's that, that's a big thing with being a winner um and being successful i think um and, and being able to focus your mind man like there's all those demons out there that try and like pull your thoughts out you know pull you away pull you different places but when you're dialed in and you're focused on something man that's where all the great things usually happen for sure like let's go back to the wife thing now like you know like the the sweetheart wife thing girlfriend whatever like if you try to close your wife you won't have one mm. you know what i mean like put it that way you're you, you can't close something like that. You know well, I, mean? I do believe that that men who are successful with their female relationship is is because they're these guys are in control of themselves. These exactly. Guys, these guys are. They know themselves. They know themselves, and they, they they didn't chase the woman. They attracted the woman. Exactly. You know. So and that's that, something for sure that I think most. Fuck! I wish I knew that when I was twenty-two. But you know. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's what I think. Um, and so you know, it's everything's just about learning, man. Just but if you're a positive person and you're and you're waking up with a smile and you're just good to people and stuff like that, like all these things, these things will play. You will get to where you're going, but enjoy the process because there's gonna the way till you see when shit hits the fan and, how, and then when the peanut butter hits the fan, um, and then you'll have uh, you're gonna you, you you have a lot of fun with it. But embrace it. It's all fun, man. So it'll work out. Just keep keep at it. Hundred percent. Mark, I uh, I truly enjoyed this uh, this talk that we had. It's very um, nice, beautiful. And we're gonna have it again for sure. I know you're enjoying that 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 Barolo. The ten year old Barolo here, absolutely, yes. man. Let's I say, believe uh, is it is it ten? It's ten years. Wow, well, just about. I saw the sixty nine. I saw the sixty nine that you were that you. Were, how was that? That's right. I, first of all, I actually didn't drink it. Um, my uh, I was at my aunt and uncle's house. They've got a beautiful house up in uh, Lauren Park. Yeah, they got one of those mansions up in Lauren Park. And so I was over there for dinner, and uh, we were getting some wine from the cellar, and we just dug out one of some bottles, just looking around in it, and I was like, oh my God, that's old. And so I took a picture of it. It's on my Instagram, um, but we didn't crack it, and... Uh, it would have tasted well. Who the hell knows, man? Like, some of these things go bad by this time, dude. Yeah, you're that's talking, true. Like, what was it? Was it, it was 65? Story. So that's 35 plus 20. It's a 55-year-old bottle of wine, man. That's older than we are, dude. For sure. If it's not touching the cork, apparently it's no good, eh? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, listen, I just thought it was a, it's like an antique, like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a uh, artifact of, of time at that point. So I took a picture of it put it on my Instagram. But if I do drink it, I will, I will get back to you and let you know how it was. Uh, For sure. But I've heard a lot. I know you're a wine connoisseur. I know you like it, man. And, uh. I wish I could, you know, we can go out and have a steak, but I ain't, I ain't in that shit. Well, we might collaborate at some point. Uh, who the hell knows, man? Well, you, you do drink the wine, though, right? We're, we're I drink wine. I drink wine, and uh, my wife's a big wine drinker, right? Is she a vegetarian as well? She's a vegetarian. She oh, actually got, got she got me thinking about it too as well, right? So how are you keeping all that muscle on you with, without the anemos? And, oh, uh, buddy. Uh, well, my past, I'm not going to get into that. My past was a lot of, uh, a lot of drug taking, man, and stuff like that, right, back in the day. Um, and I, you know, I, I really worked out hard, really, really, I worked out. You were a gladiator, bud, for the longest time. For sure, man. And, um, uh, you know, I just loved, I love fitness. I got into it at an early age, you know, and I experimented with some things that most people probably wouldn't experiment mm -hmm. with, but Hey man, it made me who I am and, uh, I'm not doing it now. Um, you know, I, you know, I have some really good experiences in the gym and, and you know, it's a form of meditation for me. 
Oh, I agree. Oh, me too. Oh, by the way, I, yeah, I, I think me and you are on the same page here. Yeah. I work out five or six days a week, and so do you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah, a yeah. form of meditation, and and um, some days, like if I if I'm here's a tip to anybody that's listening too as well. Some days, like even before uh, an interview or something that's really nerve wracking, you hit the gym. Oh, 100 percent. I'm with you. You, 100%, you hit man. the gym. You, Anxiety you, goes way down. It goes down, and you're just so your your heart's going. There's blood going through your 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 your, your brain, your heart. Your whole body, and you and get the big endorphin release, so you you relaxes yeah, you a lot. You know, and if you do, if and, and here's another tip: if you do a leg workout, Ooh. if you do a leg workout before anything, that's intimidating because there's, women too. There's a lot of testosterone in your legs. Really, that I yeah. didn't know. That I didn't so know. So there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of courage and a lot of uh, you know uh, confidence hidden away in your legs, <laughs> if you will. So if you do some squats before a heavy interview or whatever it is, if you're going for a job interview or if you're going for that first... Uh, Cut and deal, whatever. Big, Anything yeah, that's anxiety driving, yeah. do your workout ahead of it. Ice cold shower. Yeah. Look yourself in the mirror so, and be like, I'm ready. 100%, man. That's something that's... Uh, that's how I stay in shape, man. I just, I just think... I think the best of myself, man. I look for... The, the 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 I look for the nuggets of gold, man. That's well, yeah, dude. I'll be honest. You've been uh, you conduct yourself extremely professionally these days. Um, and these I think, days, eh? Well, Christ. <laughs> Me too. I'd like to think I'm. The, I could say the same thing about myself. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't, yeah. all, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, you're, yeah, man. Like my in laws are gonna be listening to this. Really? Show okay. Too, good. Yeah. No, good. But it's all good. Well, they, then they, they, they know you. Then they know you. They know who they I know am. They know the road. Well, they'll know me now if they don't. Yeah, but no, like uh, it's you've 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 been you've been you've been very impressive, and so I would just say that uh, you keep up with this stuff, and uh, I'll bet. I'll, I'll but this way, if I got to bet on somebody, I'll bet. On, I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll put some money on Crooks for sure. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. You know what? Is there anything else that you want to give a last message to? Uh, to the to the people that are listening to you right now, yeah, I'll just say that man. No matter how dark it gets, the sun's gonna come up tomorrow. That's it, man, for sure. Because you know, you know, if uh, that's a good way of looking at it, man, really good way. And I appreciate yeah. you being here. Thank you so much. Much and I obliged. Have, my pleasure. I can't wait to have you here again. You know what I mean? Is there any Instagram things or any kind of business quotes you want to leave here for anybody to reach you? Or? Oh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, that's probably a more interesting site for me, even though I'm not going on Twitter that much anymore. Um, but I'm at Mark Berry Tweets, um, and I'm on Instagram as well. Um, at Meg White, one, two, three. Okay. And Good. yeah, I don't know. I'm in. The, I'm. I'm doing the same stuff that uh, I guess there's some similar stuff between the stuff that Danny and I do. So, well, I guess the feeling we'll, we'll cross paths again at some point, one way or the other. We're going to be. We'll do another podcast. We'll do a deal at some point. Um, I'll just look forward to working with you at some point, but whatever. Until then, good stuff. we'll be in touch. Thank you so much, guys. And thank you so much uh, for showing up here, man. I appreciate your time. Hope you're enjoying the wine. Thank Absolutely. you for listening. Uh, again, Thriving in the Six. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, um, Anchor.fm, iTunes, whatever it is, man. Thriving in the Six. Just type it in. You'll find it, okay? Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk again very soon.